0: Insight. Innovation. Transformation. Welcome to the Change Healthcare Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Change Healthcare Podcast. I'm Kevin Brooks, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Change Healthcare. Today, we'll be talking with Jeanette Flom, who is Senior Vice President of Client Engagement at Avia. And at Avia, Jeanette leads up the Central Region Health Systems in their journey to leverage digital health tools that deliver results. So, Jeanette, now before we get started, can we please tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, what your role is at Avia, what you and your team focus on every day, and just maybe touch on the journey that's kind of brought you to where you are today in your career.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Kevin. Looking forward to the conversation. Um, Well, I have the privilege of working with health system executives every day. Plowing through their strategies, goals, objectives, aspirations, and what keeps them awake at night, and really thinking about how can digital tools uh, be enabled across that strategy to achieve those goals—you know, faster, bigger, better, and, and better than they ever had dreamed. Um, you know, how I got here is is interesting. I won't say exactly how long, but we'll say over 20 years ago was uh, working for some software organizations that were. Um, Building the first uh, opening checking and savings uh, deposit accounts at your bank. That were um, building the algorithms to uh, allow airlines to talk to one another about how much uh, that round round the world trip uh, world tri- round trip ticket should cost uh, between multiple airlines and allowing them to uh, to negotiate. Took a, a little bit of a left turn and went into uh, the nonprofit space, but that was the advent of what now we do every day, which is use a credit card to donate online to your favorite causes. Uh, we implemented new CRMs, um, and so I had a great opportunity uh, to put all of those pieces together uh, and come to Avia to help health systems uh, to, uh, to figure out how to leverage digital innovation uh, and technology to achieve their goals. So it really is a, it really is a gift uh, to get to do this work
1: that's that's great it sounds like a lot of great um cross-industry experience that you're bringing to the table here uh which is really great for for digital and healthcare today so so excellent well change healthcare is very familiar with avia through our partnership um, with you guys Um, but could you share some information about avia for those that might not be that familiar with your organization
2: Sure. So I've been with Avia for uh, just about five years. And really, the organization isn't that much older than that. So I'll kind of start with our origination story, which was, you know, the advent of all of these uh, apps and websites and digital tools that were starting to come forward that you know, this is all new in healthcare. You know, there's there's there was no uh, healthcare administration track for uh, digital. There was no medical school training for how to leverage these types of tools. And so what we we call was a lot of noise. And and Avias uh, really was founded to help uh, help health systems kind of sort through the clutter and figure out where do I start. You know, where should I place my bets? Where is the best place in the organization to put technology into play first? Um, so over the last, you know, several years, it's just become more and more strategic in nature as you look at, um, you know, CEOs and their boards really recognizing this is a something as an industry, you know, we've got to transform and keep up, um, you know, with as I reference what's happening in, you know, the banking industry and in retail um, and the way that we completely transact differently in our lives, uh, leveraging those handheld devices in particular. So, um, so our, our uh, work is to really bring that transformation to healthcare. As I said, it's gotten very strategic. Uh, certainly the pandemic this past year really mandated the use of uh, many of those virtual tools. Um, and we look forward now to working with health systems to figure out you know, what yes. to keep, uh, what to uh, work toward in the future and how to really be a, a digitally uh, enabled organization heading into the future.
1: Great. Well, you said, that there is a lot of noise around digital in healthcare, and there are so many issues uh, in healthcare today that providers and payers are both dealing with, with all that's going on, um, and including the, the COVID nineteen pandemic. Tell us why do you think the digital transformation efforts uh, are one that should be top of mind for everybody?
2: Yeah, you know, we've actually gone back and and really looked at at the data of previous, um, you know, financial downturns in our economy. And it's uh, an interesting study that shows only about 14% of organizations emerge stronger from an economic downturn. Um, And we paired that information uh, with another study that was done a few years back uh, by Isobar that found they really looked at a thousand companies and they said, let's put on one axis the financial health of those organizations. And let's put on the other uh, a ranking of the digital strength of those organizations. And the the direct uh, data just showed the more strength they had in digital application for their business, the, the better the financial health. And so, you know, we really see a framework for health systems to emerge stronger uh, from what has been a, a devastating financial year uh, for for many organizations, um, that digital has got to be, you know, part of the equation. It's got to be leading on the forefront. Um, digital transformation really is the key um, in terms of what's going to help these organizations to thrive uh, in the future.
1: Yeah, and and emerging from the pandemic stronger, as you said, is is a huge focus. Uh, and helping your customers actually do that, particularly as it relates to transforming digital. Um, tell us a little bit more about your members and what types of organizations uh, are members of Avia and your customers, if you will.
2: Yeah, and you, you picked up my use of the term members um, as opposed to you know clients. We are um, a very collaborative group of at our core health systems. Um, and there's a lot of diversity in the health systems uh, that we work with. So there's um, you know, large regional players, there's some um, you know, dominant market players in, in major metros, there's some community based organizations, um, definitely some academics, uh, and even some pediatric hospitals that have the commonality is they've raised their hand and said, we want to do more, we want to do more faster in digital. Um, and we believe in the power of collaboration. So it's really important to us to have a network effect of sharing key learnings amongst that group. Um, you know, Have you tried to tackle this problem and how? Have you tried this solution? What's your you know, feedback on uh, taking this approach? And it's amazing to sit in a, even a virtual room together um, and hear One Health System ask questions that maybe another in the room hadn't thought of. And um, to get to enjoy that learning from one another is a is really unique um, and I think an important part of the AVIA network. Um, Over time we've recognized um, the ecosystem is is big and broad and there's lots to learn from partners, um, which is why we're so delighted to be at the table with Change Healthcare as well.
1: That's that's great. And it's great to hear uh, all the collaboration uh, among your membership. So it sounds like that that is a strong part of the value proposition. Uh, and I you know, we know that, too, as many of your uh, members are change Healthcare customers as well. Um, also part of why we felt this partnership with Avia made a lot of sense uh, as well. So, you know, speaking of your members and how you help them, um, you know, why would a provider organization want to be a part of Avia and and what's the process for them to join?
2: Yeah, well, let me tell you a little bit about kind of uh, how it works right? what it feels like to be a member Um, in a core activity, uh, as you referenced in in my group, the the client engagement team. It's really on the forefront with our health systems is to be their guide on this journey. I want to understand how the health system thinks a bit about their culture, how they make decisions what's important to them. Um, And then they may raise their hand and say, hey, Avia, do you know anything about, can you introduce me to someone who knows um, or who has been down this path before? Um, So the insights that we can go out and study and share uh, amongst our uh, clients is really important. We've actually built a digital tool ourselves called Avia Connect. Uh, which is really meant to be a marketplace uh, for information about digital transformation, how to think about it, what metrics to expect, and certainly um, you know, what sort of solutions are out there. Um, you know, what we found is that some health systems appreciate you know, a concrete kind of hand-holding, you know, get me from point A to point B, making a decision about whether to pursue a particular capability, um, how to think about building the business case, what is the solution kind of landscape that's out there? Um, and so those discrete projects, um, you know, we call it advisory work, um, but is a, a nice way for us to have a continual cycle um, with the health system to kind of move through project to project. Um, and as I said that, you know power of the network really is the, the special sauce to be able to engage with other members. So we're often Uh, convening small and large groups um, of Avia network members, like-minded peers uh, to be able to share key learnings and best practices amongst the group as well. Um, And certainly there comes a point where sometimes, you know, folks raise their hand and say, by golly, we could really use deep support here to build the roadmap, to get our team aligned, um, and we've got a consulting practice within Avia um, that can really lean in hard to do that work as well. So as I said earlier, I feel like health systems come because they want to do more and they want to do it faster. Um, and they, they want to um, really move with the confidence of both Avia's body of research as well as what, what they can learn from other health systems.
0: You're listening to the Change Healthcare Podcast. We're enabling a better, more efficient healthcare system. Whether you need to improve operational efficiency, optimize financial performance, or enhance the consumer experience, we offer the industry insight and innovative technology to help you meet your objectives. Learn more at changehealthcare.com.
1: That's great. And uh, for folks listening uh, or watching, uh, to join the Avia Connect Network, uh, you can get to links in the show notes, uh, other resources and uh, information in the show notes. So uh, please check that out when we're done. Uh, all right, well, Jeanette, can you, can you talk about any really specific initiatives or projects underway uh, or, not, or that you're planning in the future that, uh, that speak to the, the types of initiatives that you have with your members?
2: Yeah, well, as I said, we have really studied the strategic plans of you know, dozens of, of health systems across the country um, in terms of our members, and then some uh, in terms of the depth of our research. And you know, despite the unique market challenges and uh, you know differentiation among systems, there's actually a lot of commonality in this desire to be you know a more consumer driven organization and to offer choice and an increase in, and better experience to patients. Um, there's a lot of commonality in how we think about back of the house uh, back office efficiency. Um, and really health folks are thinking about, um, you know, transforming the way care is delivered. So those three big um, kind of strategic pillars are how we've organized our bodies of research and our teams um, within Avia. Just to give you some specific examples, um, you know, within the consumer driven uh, growth space, you know, a handful of, of health systems were all asking us about how to rethink their ambulatory strategy heading into 2021. and where does digital and virtual care fit into that? And so we've got um, four back-to-back work groups of a half a dozen health systems each sitting together and kind of going through a curriculum um, of of workshops together um, to really tackle and and unpack that. Um, In our business operations piece, you know, we've had a lot of questions about automation. You know, where do I put my uh, foot on the yellow brick road to even get started in that space Um, and I'm working really closely with the health system now that um, knew they wanted to do it went out and found a great solution partner looked around and said where should we start and the abundance of opportunity (laughs) was overwhelming enough that they said to Avia you know what we need to really hone in on the best use cases and, and where should we start in this and so that's a you know, an example of that kind of one-to-one uh work that we're doing with health systems um, in that uh, back office efficiency
1: space as well yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot there and a lot that aligns with uh change healthcare and uh, our focus you know even before COVID hit um, the industry's been working hard on patient experience for example um and You know, when you think about Change Healthcare's portfolio from the APIs that support eligibility and enrollment uh, for telehealth providers or using AI to automate uh, workflows, kind of like what you talked about with back office, uh, or digital patient experience solutions that allow patients to shop for care, schedule appointments, and, and pay for care. Those are areas that Change Healthcare's technology and services align very well with those um, centers of excellence uh, that you kind of talked about before. So, a lot of a lot of synergy there and, and with your other partners as well, I'm sure. Um, so when you think about, you know, you, you talked a little bit about back office and we've talked about digital uh, and ambulatory care, value-based care, and, but um, is there any specific issue or topic that's really at the forefront right now for your members? Uh, something that's a priority that's just being discussed more than others?
2: Yeah, you know, it's such a great question. And I think what's really interesting right now, in terms of where we are at in the pandemic and kind of going back to that thinking about emerging stronger, it, it's the trifecta of I've got to be thinking about how I'm going to transform care, leveraging digital. I've got to be thinking about that back office and how it can be more efficient when I, you know, return my workforce. Um, and I've got to, you know, make sure that I've got a really easy, seamless experience to get patients to the right care, um, you know, from that consumer standpoint. So the, the phrase that we've really been, been using to put all of those pieces together is it's no longer about doing digital projects. It's really about being a digital organization and really mapping out what does it take uh, for my organization to move. Uh, on that kind of maturity model scale from doing digital to truly being a digital uh, organization. And that's a a hot phrase that has really resonated with our uh, membership and that we're spending a lot of time um, really unpacking. What would the roadmap for that look like? What's the real opportunity there? Um, And again, as I said earlier, where do do I start? Um, I'll give you the, the biggest stark contrast on that maturity model um, does seem to be around this automation piece. You know, I have to say there's a a little bit of haves and have-nots almost there with how uh, health system leadership is thinking about that. And some are very aggressive. We we've got to figure out how we're going to do business more efficient. Um, and I think some maybe still have a heads in the sand a little bit. Um, and and we'd love to see uh, you know all organizations really thinking equally about uh, taking action in each of those three pillars that I've that I've laid out.
1: Yeah, a lot of similarities with with our customers and and others that we're speaking to in terms of adoption model and curve and some leading adopters. Some have had priorities in other areas that are now shifting um, and and folks are responding to regulatory changes now um, with some of the transparency rules that are that are coming out in the near future or have come out already. Uh, So we're seeing the same thing. Lots of alignment on that. Um, now when you pivot from your members and you think about your partners, because you have partnered with a few industry leaders um, like the AHA, the American Telemedicine Association, Cerner, Change Healthcare, of course, um, all partners and more, uh, when you think about your efforts to help your members' digital transformation, tell us how your partners play a role and add value to Obvious mission.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I said, we've got a collaborative spirit uh, amongst the core of that health system membership, but truly we believe in the healthcare ecosystem that there uh, is an imperative for organizations from across the healthcare industry to come together and share their knowledge and expertise to unpack these issues together. I think uh, particularly for the health system uh, positioning you know it's no longer a, a competitive threat just the health system you know across the street we've got a whole onslaught of um, you know organizations that are coming in and I think figuring out when when to partner when to compete when to build when to buy uh, you know where to start um, for for each unique uh, health system organization mm-hmm. that really the the power of these partnerships and Um, relationships that we have across the ecosystem are really critical to success. So I think the the collaboration for us is just key and it's made absolute sense uh, for us to reach out and and expand our partnerships um, with organizations like Change.
1: Yeah, it is absolutely an ecosystem and you know at Change Healthcare we talk a lot about being at the center of the ecosystem between payers and providers and bringing together those two um, players in the industry with solutions that help, uh, you know, inspire a better healthcare system and and make everybody, um, you know, work better together. So that doesn't happen with one company. It takes a lot of players. So definitely aligned on that. Um, Well, thank you, Jeanette. Um, Really appreciate taking the time to chat with us today about Avia. Uh, Hopefully this is enlightening to our customers and for any of our customers that are considering Avia, um, please make sure you check the show notes uh, for the links to the resources and contact information where you can learn more about Avia and how to how to engage. Uh, And stay tuned for more from the Change Healthcare podcast and more shows covering healthcare IT topics that you care about. So um, again, for more information on Avia and other health IT uh, topics, please check out changehealthcare.com as well. I'm Kevin Brooks, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to the Change Healthcare podcast. We're focused on accelerating the transformation of the healthcare system through the power of the Change Healthcare platform. We provide data and analytics-driven solutions to improve clinical, financial, administrative, and patient engagement outcomes in the U.S. healthcare system. Learn more at changehealthcare.com.